0: Welcome to the all-new Rose City Soccer Show, featuring Will Conwell, Kip Kessgard, Roscoe Myrick, and I'm your host, Dan Adams. All right, Kip. A little bit in different format for the playoffs here. Um, I want to look ahead at what we can expect from the forwards. Can we start with you?
1: Sure. Um, I think this will be an interesting tactical match uh, for the forwards um, because number one, we don't know. Uh, well, we know Adi's status; he's not going to play. Uh, number two, Maddox. Uh, he was at least a little non-existent at certain points in the other match. Obobisi came on late, and so um, there's some there's definitely been some tactical chess matching in match one. But I think probably the biggest part where I think the forwards are going to have to to really be on their game is the whole away uh, goals format essentially meaning that if Houston scores anything on Sunday, we basically have to score one more than they do. And so this is not something where I think we can sit back and be really, really conservative. We're going to have to push. We're going to have to get the forwards moving. And that challenge will be with um, knowing that um, Nagby, We don't know his status. We don't know Blanco's status. We know Chara's out. And we don't know whether Guzman's going to play. So it's basically going to be all hands on deck. And so this is going to fall squarely on Maddox and whomever else is about him because they're going to have to score. And this is not something where you can just have one goal sit and just go, okay, we got one no, this this is one where I want to see this team push it and push it and push it and get as many goals as possible.
2: Yeah, I mean, for well, me, uh, this the forward question is a really interesting one because, uh, like we saw uh, on Monday night, there's every possibility that Darren Maddox could end up playing out on the wing. Uh which really leaves the Timbers with two options at forward, uh, which are, you know, Jeremy of or Victor Arboleda, I guess, maybe. <laughs> of or question mark, really, I guess is what I'm saying. Um, so, you know, the Timbers have really got to be crossing their fingers, hoping that, uh, you know, they get Darlington Nagby back or they get Sebastian Blanco back and are at least a little bit able to fill in their midfield um, so that they're not left with zero forward depth as opposed to the already strained depth at the position that the team uh, has been seeing. Um, you know, for me, uh, I think Kip's right. Uh, you know, you want to be able to uh, to really pour on the goals. um I think that the most important thing for uh, to see from the forwards uh, on Sunday is really going to be creating space for Diego Valeri. Um, you know, that's uh that's what they've been doing well recently. Uh, and that's how he has been one of the top scorers in the league over the last few weeks. Um, so, you know, if we see that from Maddox and if we see that from Eva BC, uh, then the Timbers will be in a pretty good spot to get some goals, I think.
1: Yeah, because really, Will, your point is valid. Uh, Valeri, he's basically going to have the crux of the offense placed sorely on his shoulders. I mean, more so than than usual. And it's not just we need him to score, but in this case, depending upon who is available, we may need him to do some of the creation as well and so um yeah it's going to be huge tactically how that's done
0: and just to be clear uh if if there are no goals in regulation we'll play a little bit longer and then it could go to penalty kicks but if houston puts one on the road that's that's when we kick into the if they get one we need two if they get two we need three right
2: cool exactly
0: yep Hold on, I'm sewing on my MLS playoffs badge right now. Just give me one sec.
1: Ooh, there's a badge.
0: <laughs>
1: I All right, I anything else on forwards, guys? No, Not, not
0: really. Score goals. Don't not score goals. That's the main the main takeaway.
1: Well, I think yeah. Will's point about creating space is also going to be very paramount because... I really think that Houston's going to try to play a very Vancouver like match, which means they're going to try to counter only when when absolutely necessary and if 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 they happen to get a early goal, then they're just gonna bunker and that's gonna that that's going to make the the process even worse. So creating space and getting goals huge.
0: Does that will that dictate how the Timbers approach like the first fifteen minutes? Um, what do you expect? Well, for for like the first fifteen minutes on offense, um, I think that uh, that's not
2: really going to significantly change the way the Timbers approach the first fifteen. Um, you know, I mean, they've been generally coming out of the gate and uh, and looking to get after people um sometimes that's worked out better than others uh but i think that uh it's very likely we're going to see a really similar first 15 minutes to what we saw in houston um assuming the timbers have some level of personnel back uh back on the field for this one um you know if they uh if they're able to get out there and and go after them and establish uh you know this is Providence Park this is a place where we uh have a significant advantage uh where we uh control the game and where we you know run over teams a lot of the time um, then I think that <laughs> that's exactly what they want to do so yeah i, I don't think it'll be a major change uh, really um just what Kip was saying though is is the major effect if the uh the dynamo do Manage to sneak one, then the Timbers are really going to be looking at a team that's just bunkering down and 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 daring them to make another mistake.
0: Well, do you want to keep going with midfield?
2: I do. Um, I mean, I, I kind of mentioned a couple times here the fact that the Timbers really don't know who they're going to have available, or at least. We don't know uh, who the Timbers are going to have available for this one. Do you think? And do
0: you think there's a difference so I, there? Like, does it is is it possible the Timbers do know who's going to be available and we just don't because they're doing a good job of keeping it keeping it internal?
2: Um, I don't think the Timbers have, you know, a one hundred percent idea of who's going to be available, and who's not. But I think there's a very good chance that. There are some players uh, that uh, that we are hoping will be available that the Timbers are sure are not going to be. I think that's the more likely situation. Um, but you know, until we see that lineup, who can say? Um, yeah, that being yeah, said, I think
1: yeah, I think this is going to come down to one of those game time things where you know they're going to do some major league. They're gonna do some stuff like from the movie Major League bring in the chicken bones and whatever voodoo magic or something to try to <laughs> try to get these guys ready.
0: Wait, Will, is Kip a Wild thing? Is that
1: what I just discovered? God I hate uh, that song.
2: <laughs> yeah, so I guess the answer is yes then. <laughs> uh Yep, definitely no for his known for his Charlie Sheen style antics uh, <laughs> um, but yeah so looking at the midfields uh, if the Timbers have a midfield that looks like what they ended the match with against Houston on Monday uh, then it's gonna be really difficult for them to really assert themselves on the game um, you know they they need that person in the midfield who's going to take up space, who's going to uh, really be able to shut the game down. And without Diego Chara, who is one of the few guys that we know the Timbers are not going to have available. uh, I think he just tweeted earlier this evening that he's going in for surgery tomorrow on his foot. Um, So best wishes to him, Um, but he's not going to be available for the immediate future. Um, You know, without a guy like him, the Timbers, really have a big gap there, both in terms of controlling possession and in terms of winning the ball back. Uh, and you've got guys like Amobi Akugo who, you know, can step in and do a job, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, but, you know, it's going to add a lot to the burden that uh, Diego Valeri and, if he's available, Darlington Nagby uh, are going to be asked to carry if uh, a guy like David Guzman is not there uh, to uh, to fill some of that role. So the midfield is just a big bunch of ifs right now. Uh, you know, if David Blanc, or if David Guzman is not there, what do the Timbers do in the center of the midfield? Do they bring in uh, Darlington Nagbe? If Darlington Nagby is available or is available, if Darlington Nagbe is not available, then what are they going to do? If he is, are they going to play him out wide? Are they going to play him in the center? there are so many question marks right now that it's really hard to break down what they're going to do. Um, really, I think the best uh, answer is uh, you just hope that what they're going to do is get healthy as soon as possible. I don't know. Kip, you, you got anything, man?
1: I'd re- I really don't because I've thought of the different permutations of what's available and yeah i mean a lot of it is just so uncertain because we just don't know the status of nagvi and and guzman and but i mean so we have to go with the certainties we know um chura obviously not available and and as you indicated going into surgery we know uh diron esprit is going to be available and probably running around like crazy and um, we've got, uh, you know, probably Lawrence Olam and um, uh, Omobi Okuga are gonna be called on to fill some pretty vital roles. Um, and so, at this particular point, you have to go with what you know. And the thing is, you know, Lawrence Olam was brought in originally to be a defensive midfielder, and that was his primary role. You know, he's played more center back because of obvious issues there. But when he has played at that um, dis- distributive uh, distributive place, he hasn't done too bad. So really, um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think optimistically and hope that we've got at least Nagby back because that would certainly help things. Because, you know, Will's point is right. If, depending upon who is not available, The roles really fall upon who we know is available, and you don't want to put so much pressure on Valeri to make him be the main guy. I mean, you know, unless somebody's got a cloning machine and we can get eleven Diego Valeris to to go (laughs) for for Sunday, which is impossible, you're pretty much just going to have to go with who you know who you know is is available, and so, um, yeah, and and believe beyond reason
2: in all due respect to Diego Valeri. I don't really want him to play goal. I feel like Kip, you said about
0: all the permutations? Can you, can you just kind of lay out for us what, what you think will happen in the midfield in terms of the lineup and maybe on a more positive note, what, what you hope will happen, uh, even in the, the circumstances where it is beyond reason.
1: Well, I I, to me uh, to be honestly, what I'm seeing or what I'm what I'm thinking is uh, we've got um, Okugo and Olum with Aspria, and then I'm gonna put it out there Nagby's healthy enough to go. If those are the four that you got to roll your dice roll the dice with, I, I think that it's it's better it's better than other options at this point because. Um, they're not going to make, you know, Okugo and Olam are not going to make huge mistakes. They're not going to take huge chances. They're pretty much going to stick with their roles and try to clog the middle, which really against a Dynamo team that has a lot of dynamic options, that, that's really what you want to do, just frustrate them. And then let Nagby and Espria uh, be those creative, um, creative options out wide. You know, and not let Valeri and Maddox run run wild and see if they can't snag a couple goals.
0: Well, how about you? Like, what do you think is the most likely lineup in the midfield, and what would you like to see? You know, what's the optimistic view?
2: Um, I think that the most likely lineup is probably going to be a uh, base of. Uh, Minokugo uh, with Nagby wide on the left Despreer wide on the right and Blairy in the middle um, I think Nagby's gonna be good to go for this one um, I think it's really unlikely that we're gonna see Guzman or Blanco uh, although neither of those guys would completely shock me if they uh, were able to you know put in a solid shift in this one uh, or uh, for Blanco maybe even just come off the bench um, you know it the, the state of the team is, just keep coming back to it. It's, it's pretty rough. Um, but, uh, I think that that lineup, uh, is, is our most likely bet and one that, you know, can still put together a decent performance. Um, if I were, uh, were reaching a little bit, um, I think that, uh, the return of Guzman and Blanco would, uh, would really cement things for the Timbers. Um, Obviously, you know, we've been focusing on the midfield, but the guy that we're kind of glossing over uh, is Mabiala. Um, But I think that really that injury in particular is the one that we're collectively the least worried about given Miller's performances so far this year. Uh, And the fact that he's paired up well with Ridgewell, despite um, not playing on his preferred left side when Ridgewell's out there.
0: Well, in the way I read the original press announcement, there were two Larrys when they were originally hired, right? So I I think we've got a spare. Is that how that works? I'm not sure.
2: Yes, that's correct.
0: Thank you. Yeah, thanks for confirming that. Okay, you heard it here first, people. Uh, Listener. Um, All right, should we do defense?
1: Sure, it's the one thing. Yeah, it's the one thing that we know the most about. (laughs) All right, yeah, Kip.
0: Let's stay focused on our own defense and keep her. Uh, <laughs> not not waiting to the. Uh, yeah, all right. Let's do defense, Kip.
1: Well, yeah, and and if there is something that that has a lot more <laughs> certainty to it, it's it's the Timbers and their defense, which is funny to think about that that we've had some some adventures in the back line. Uh, you know, the goalkeeping has gone back and forth. But really, during the last stretch of matches, the defense has really been incredibly solid. And uh, Jeff Attenella has taken over the, the keeper's job, and, and you know, I, I think that that's really added a ton of stability. Um, having Liam Ridgewell, there's been a lot of stats thrown out there that when when Liam's healthy, and out there, the Timbers are very, very, very good um, record-wise. So, um, I, and I think a lot of the um, organization and the attitude in the defense is going to fall on those guys. And, um, you know, even if Mabiola is not available, as, excuse me, Will pointed out, um, Miller can fill in that role, and you've got Vetus and Valentin uh, and Powell. So I mean, really, there are there are tons of options. I mean, I even recall hearing that, you know, Zarek Valentin had spent some time, you know, not too much time, but when the t- the Timbers were having other injury issues in the defensive midfield, Valentin played there. So I mean, if there there's there's options, but at least for diff for, on the defensive side, we've got the players there. They have been playing really well and in form. And I think that that's if there's something to hang your hat on positively about Sunday, it's the fact that Atanella has been on fire and the defense has been solid and organized. Well.
2: Yeah, uh, I think so when we're looking at the defense, um, I think that uh, you really want to be focusing on the fullback, given uh how important their performances were on Monday. Um, you know with Houston, really a lot of their strength is in their wide attacking play uh and you need guys like Powell and uh, Vitas to be stepping up again and and really shutting those guys down out wide uh, and they did a great job of that on Monday. Um, if they can replicate that performance, then the Timbers are going to be in a much uh, a, very, a very good spot. Um, and uh, you know, if if beyond that they can chip in a little bit in the attack, getting forward, uh, then you know the Timbers uh, will be <laughs> very happy um, with what they're getting out there. Uh, that being said, Vitas and Powell. Neither of them are really a guaranteed thing at this point. They've had really strong runs, but they've also had some shaky performances this year. Um, My bet is on them to continue their current strong form. Um, So I think that uh, that we're going to see good performances there, and uh, that'll put the Timbers in a good spot.
1: Anything else? Yeah, I, I just want to echo Will's Will's point about the fullbacks um, and their organization because, yeah, Houston's main threats come uh, are wide. So the fullbacks are really going to be the key in that defensive organization. But I also think with the other question marks that we have offensively, we're going to need um, Powell and Vitas or Valentin, depending upon who plays they're going to have to move forward and they're going to need to provide support offensively. I I just don't think, uh, I mean, if everybody comes back, that that is possible. That's a different scenario. But I do think that um, if we're missing Blanco, if we're missing Nagby, you're going to need Powell and Vitas to support that offense. Otherwise, I just don't know where the goals are really going to come from.
0: All right, Kip. We don't make score predictions on Road City Shock Show sort of as a matter of principle, but I'm curious to hear whether you think this will be the last home match of 2017.
1: No. No, I, I don't think so. I think that this team has shown a scrappy resolve, and I think in these scenarios where um, players have been asked to stand up, especially at home, they've done it. And so I believe that we're going to get enough To advance, and you know, there's been a lot of criticisms about uh, the MLS playoff structure and and the format of it. But honestly, the fact that the next round of playoffs doesn't start until November 21st couldn't have couldn't be a better development for Portland in advancing, because then you're going to have a full two weeks to get everybody in form for that first leg. So, um, yeah, I I I think that uh, we're going to get at least uh one more home match out of this uh out of 2017. What do you say, well, last home match of the year?
2: Um, I think the Timbers are going to pull it off. Uh you know, even in their current depleted state, I think they've got what it takes to uh to hold things down at Providence Park and to get a couple goals. Um you know,
1: uh,
2: again, I would love it if uh, if a couple of guys could come back from injury and, uh, you know, look like themselves, but even if that's not the case, I think the Timbers will get through this round of the playoffs.
0: Yeah, me too. As always, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another edition of Rose City Soccer Show. Speaking of non-sequiturs from the cutting room floor... I should have it up here in the next half hour or so.
2: Um...